What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kund, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Neeraj Kashyap, who's a co-founder of Bugout.dev. Welcome to the show. How's it going? I'm doing pretty well, Matt. How are you? I am doing really well. I'm really looking forward to you know chatting with you and learning more about what you are working on. For people that haven't heard of your company, what are you working on? What is Bugout.dev? Yeah, sure. Um, at Bugout, we make it easy for people who build libraries or APIs or command line tools to understand who their users are, how, what, how they're using their software, and what kind of issues they're facing. Um, you know, we do this by delivering system information and crash reports from the person who's using the tool to the person who's built the tool. Uh, and we only do this with end user consent. Uh, we serve teams building products for programmers. So this is like a $40 billion market today, and it's, you know, serving hundreds of millions of programmers. So walk me through, um, this might, might be complicated because like, I'm not a programmer myself. So, so I guess I'll ask you to like make it, you know, I guess high ish level, but let's say I was a programmer um, and I was listening to this podcast and I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, I want to, I, I want to go to this website and try it out. Can you kind of walk me through what a programmer could do or what they would experience if they were to try out your product or I guess what the user experience is for someone or whatever the right word would be for like uh, tech, technical speak. <laughs> Yeah, sure. So like, you know, the people who use Bugout are people who have built tools for other programmers. Um, so, you know, usually they'll have like some sort of a code base. So this is the code base that ex- they'll have an API or they'll have like something that a programmer could run from the command line or something that they could import, you know, as a dependency to their code. Um, so what they would do if they wanted to use Bugout is they would first define how they collect consent from their users to do reporting, right? Uh, so for example, if you experience a crash on like an app on a, a mo- mobile app, you probably get a message saying like, would you like to send this crash report back to the developer? And you say yes, and then it goes back to the developer. They have to define sort of their equivalent to that workflow. Bugout has like the building blocks in place. They just have to sort of piece them together to say, this is how we want to collect consent from our users. Once they did that, all they would have to do is say like, you know, these are the reports that I want to collect. So they can say like, you know, what operating system is my user running on? Or, you know, what kind of CPUs do they have? How many of those CPUs do they have? Uh, how, what kind of mem- like how much memory do they have? Um, what other dependencies do they have installed? Um, if they experience an error, you know, can I get the stack trace? Can I get like full information about that error? They can just like you know define what they want to collect. They change their code, uh, you know, with like these few lines of like instrumentation that uh, using the bug out library, and then they just release that uh, you know instrumented software to their users, and they they start getting the information. Then they can go to bugout.dev. On bugout.dev, they'll you know there'll be like a view, like a dashboard, where they can see what kind of what their users are doing live, and then they can get stats as well, like you know what are the errors that we've seen over the last five days or the last ten days or that kind of thing. So that's that's how users use bugout. 
So walk me through a little bit about the origin story here. Like, why did you decide to build for developers? That built for developers, and like, what's uh, what's the origin story here? Actually, I'm yeah, building for developers that built for developers. Uh, it came from my you know my background is I used to work uh, in developer relations at Google. I used to do developer relations on TensorFlow and on Google Cloud. Um, so I've been I've been like thinking about you know developer tools for a long time. Um, and there were all these issues that we that we consistently saw, like you know, when I was doing developer relations for TensorFlows, where like uh, even with the resources of Google, it was really hard for us to get the information that we needed. For example, like one of the biggest problems that we had was um, we consistently underserved our Windows users, just because most of the people in the TensorFlow community, like on the mailing list or using TensorFlow internally at Google, they weren't programming on a Windows machine, right? They, we, so we just didn't have access to that information. Um, the way that I found out about this was like, you know, we were, we would do a lot of like conference talks and conference workshops where uh, the majority of the people at those workshops were data scientists who were trying to use TensorFlow on Windows laptops and, you know, didn't necessarily know how Git worked or GitHub worked or anything like this, but they were like good data scientists and they could have been very productive with the framework, um, but they just didn't know how to get started. They, you know, it was just like hitting wall after wall after wall, like getting them started with TensorFlow like on their laptops. And ultimately the experience was so painful for most of them that they decided to go with like easier to use frameworks that they were already familiar with rather than switching over to TensorFlow. Um, so, you know, there was a lot of information that we were missing from like the actual users of our, of, of our product because, you know, our community gave us such a biased view into like, you know, who our users actually were. And we didn't have any way of getting this information. For example, like, you know, if you build a web app or a website, you have Google Analytics and you have Mixpanel and you have Segment and you have all these other tools that you can use to understand like, you know, who your users are on your website. That experience just hasn't existed for developer tools until bug out. And it's something that like, since, you know, we both Sophia and myself, my co-founder and I face this problem like so directly. And it's something that we care so passionate about. We're like, we have to build this and that's what bug out is for us. So what are you ultimately spending your time on, on, on your average day? Like, I think it's, it's interesting. It is kind of inception, like the, the tools for the people building the tools. So I, I, <laughs> I couldn't even imagine what, what your day-to-day -day is like. Like, are you shipping code? Are you talking to customers, sales, fundraising? Like what, what's a day in the life for you? <laughs> All of the above. So, so each day is like pretty variable, but like, I can tell you the template that I aim for, um, you know, there's seven of us now in the company. So there's uh, my co-founder, Sophia, there's me, and then we have three, three other engineers. And then we have uh, two people who also help with marketing and sales. Um, so the days are pretty variable. We're going into a fundraising round. So like, there's also that, like that takes up a lot of time. But uh, what I aim for basically is like, you know, I get all my technical work done at the beginning of the day. So like, you know, 6, 6, 6 a.m. to noon is when I'm trying to do technical work and ship code and talk to the engineering team. We're like distributed, but all of us, you know, we have a meeting at from 8 to 9 where like, you know, where we do code reviews and talk about technical problems that we need to solve and look for ideas from each other. Um, that's the first half of the day. And then the second half of the day is spent on like talking to existing customers, uh, doing sales, like looking for, you know, potential customers. Um, like, you know, having those sales conversations and then, uh, and other, other business related stuff. So that's, that's generally like how I try to split time. I have a four month old daughter. So like, I, like, I, I try to take breaks, like, you know, throughout the day, spend time with her. Um, and then weekends, like, you know, Saturday, we take the day off usually. And then Sunday is just like spent on big ideas. Like we, we try to think about like cool stuff that like, you know, that we can bring bug out to. 
And, you know, you said you're at some of these other, you know, much larger companies. I'm curious, what have you, um, what, what are your kind of thoughts on going from a larger company to starting your own startup? Are there any things that you've taken from those companies that you've, that you, that you've learned that you're applying to the startup or is anything that you're realizing how different a startup is from like a larger company? I'd love to just hear like the contrast there. Uh, so for me, like the Google was pretty much a vacation between startups. So it wasn't, uh, it, it's not that I started off at Google. Uh, I've always been doing startups and then Google was sort of like one thing in between. Um, in general, though, you know, there, the things that I took, it was a really valuable, it was a great experience. I mean, uh, it was fantastic. Um, and the thing that I like most markedly remember from Google and the thing that the things that inspired me at Google are like the, the software automation tools that we had at Google, they've sort of inspired my work, like ever since I left as well. Uh, like, you know, we had like a really great code search engine, um, deploying software inside Google was like so much easier than deploying software outside Google. And there's like a lot of good practices and a lot of good tools that, uh, that you know, you can bring to bear on your work even outside of Google. So for me, like it was, it was more along those lines. Um, culturally not much i think it, it's like it's a nice company but like you know you don't you don't necessarily want to carry over big company practices when you're running a startup but uh, but tooling uh, understanding what's possible with software uh, google was inspiring definitely definitely and, and kind of as you, as you look out into the future um you know 5 10 15 years what do you see is the big vision uh, for bugout.dev is is there kind of an a direction that you're rowing to and if so what does that look like uh, actually, you know, you know how you were mentioning the inception that you know, we're building software for developers who are building for other developers. Yeah. Uh, we don't just want to build software for developers who are building software for other developers. It's really good to start with, you know, end users who are programmers because like there's a, there is a much higher technical bar that they, that they pass. Uh, but really what we want is we want to make it really easy for people to build user-friendly software, like regardless of who the user is. Um, and what, what we're really focused on is actually bringing real-time guidance. So if like, you know, someone is like, let's say your mom is using like some software on her phone, we want it to be really easy for her when she experiences an issue to have real-time guidance on how to resolve that issue. She shouldn't have to like, you know, beat her head against the wall, like over and over again, trying to fix it herself before maybe she like contacts support because like, you know, there's, it's like really critical or she just gives up. Uh, we want, we want users to have real-time sort of guidance and how to fix those issues through bug out. So we're building like a knowledge base of fixes. Uh, we're working on experiences where, you know, users can like directly access that knowledge base of fixes when they're having an issue. So, uh, you know, based on like what type of device they're running on, based on their operating system, based on like the like programming, like the tool version, um, we can just give them the fix that's most relevant to them at like a given point in time without them having to like go to Google, go to forums, ask for help, like, you know, go through that whole cycle at the end of which you're not even guaranteed to have help. So that's 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 really our goal with Bugout is to make to make it easy for people to build really user-friendly software. And to make that happen, you'll need some help, right? It takes a village to make a startup work and scale. So my question for you is how can the forward-thinking founders community help? Are you hiring? Are you raising money, looking for customers or partners? You know, how can we assist? Uh, actually, you know, we're, we're starting to build an analytics experience for decentralized applications on the blockchain. That's one of the big ideas that I talked about. The Bugout's architecture lends itself really well to decentralized applications. So uh, if anybody in the forward-thinking founders community is building, building dApps or like, you know, releasing NFTs or something like that on, on any blockchain, we'd love to talk to you. We're especially focused on the Ethereum blockchain right now. Uh, so, you know, if you'd, if you'd like to be an alpha, alpha user, we'd love to talk to you. 
And let's say you you got someone you know building in that space. How do they find you online? Do you have a website, social media account, you know, email address? How how can they find you? Uh, if you go to bugout.dev, so our website, our URL is bugout.dev. Um, all of our contact information is listed there. Actually, we have like this little widget, like with Calendly, where you could set up a meeting with me, and I'm happy to take a meeting. So if you just go there and schedule a meeting, I'd love to talk to you. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you so much for coming onto the podcast. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Matt. Thanks for having me. I enjoyed the conversation.